Welcome to End of the Line. I'm Jim Anderson, Multimedia Content Director at Engineering.com. On today's episode, COVID is changing the way we talk engineering and is driving people crazy. Today's episode of End of the Line is brought to you by Engineering.com, a globally trusted source for engineering content. Check out this and many other exclusive videos for the engineering professional found only on Engineering.tv today. Part of doing what I do here at Engineering.com will involve talking to engineering professionals from multiple industries all around the world. It's one of my favorite things about engineering journalism. Now, with COVID-19, the traditional management tool of engineering meetings, well, it's moved online, and with video conferencing, this process ought to be seamless and just as effective as cramming a dozen people around a conference table. Well, it isn't. Now, despite overall reports of strong productivity while working remotely, privately, many in the industry tell me that virtual meetings make engineering harder. Now, I think I know why. Engineering meetings really boil down to two things, a sales pitch and an English lesson. The sales pitch is when you win buy-in to your way of doing things, or kudos for your progress on a project, or at least acceptance of problems and delays. But the real bottleneck, in my opinion, is the latter, the English lesson. The dirty secret of engineering is that a surprising number of otherwise brilliant engineering minds have difficulty with fundamental terminology used to describe physical attributes in plain language. Think you know left and right? You'd be amazed how many people secretly confuse those things, especially under pressure. When you describe the length, width, and height of a part, which dimension refers to length? What if the aspect ratio of the part is low and all three dimensions are similar? Are you sure everyone in the room understands exactly which attribute you're talking about? Now, if you're lucky, someone speaks up and asks, which dimension is length? Now, if you're the junior engineer in the room, that's unlikely to be you asking that question, which is unfortunate because in all likelihood, you're the individual that needs to know that information the most. In a large engineering meeting, it's a safe assumption that even a relatively simple description of attributes or rendering details will be misunderstood or misconstrued by at least one person in that room. And if that room is virtual, there's no way to use the traditional body English cues that would normally tip you off that an individual doesn't know what you're talking about. Now that's bad. Pre-COVID, that confused engineer could buttonhole you on the way out of the door and ask for clarification. Now they're very unlikely to do that during a video call. So as a presenter, the onus is on you to make sure that you're not only clear, succinct, but also understood. Now, there are several ways to do this. I like to invite staff to interrupt me and ask for clarification if they don't understand something. I like to invite staff to interrupt me and ask for clarification if they don't understand something. Now, this doesn't always work as many individuals are reluctant to admit that they don't know what you're talking about. A better way is to establish a common coordinate system before you go down that dimensional rabbit hole. What is left and right? For aircraft, or for an SUV, for example, by convention, it's from the perspective of the pilot or the driver, meaning facing forward in the normal direction of motion. For a toaster or a coffee maker, it would be with the controls facing the user as they would normally use that appliance. Now, I know it's elementary, but it's important to make that distinction clear. For concepts like length, height, and width, high aspect ratio components, well, they define length easily. But if it's unclear, it may be better defined in Cartesian axes. Now, the additive manufacturing and machining industries, they already think in five axes, and they're used to this, but even they have difficulties in description. Is poor concentricity the same as runout? Well, no, it isn't, but if your cylindrical part wobbles during a turning operation, that runout may be caused by poor concentricity. Now, no one likes a language Nazi, and sometimes it's really good to formalize and standardize useful slang, even within a company or single design team. 
Years ago, General Motors had an internal engineering glossary that included some really fun terminology like junk shake and chuggle. I strongly encourage making up your own words, especially if they help you win friends and influence people in your next engineering meeting. And by the way, chuggle is the sensation a driver feels when the clutch on an automatic transmission torque converter locks up. It isn't even a real word, but it conveys the idea perfectly. This episode was brought to you by engineering.tv. Thanks for listening. Tune in again next time.